0: Happy, happy Emotional Wellness Month McKee Marie Johnson Girl, I'm just (laughs) Hugging the air, are you over there? (laughs) Uh,
1: Yes, yes, I am, it's a beautiful Day outside and
0: Yes. We're sending positive vibes to everybody. Hey man, hey it is beautiful today. I can't wait till we get done because I'm gonna hit the streaks Oh,
1: that's what's
0: up. Roll down the window, play some old school rap, and just look crazy, you know the folks. Oh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I think that's a, you know. And on that note, I it was this morning. <laughs> I was on uh, online, and there was a good, nice skit. There's a, a, a movie called Skeleton Twins with Kristen Wiig and uh, what's my boy's name, but. But uh, she's all f- twisted about something and then he starts lip syncing to this rock song and, and then she had to start singing as she felt, but I said, man, you know that is a good way when you're feeling down in the dumps and all that, mm-hmm. put on some mm-hmm. music, turn into Grandmaster Flash for a minute and yes. just it, it, it alleviates uh, a, a, a lot of that uh, pressure that you put upon yourself. Music,
1: boy. No, really you're, yes, you're, you're absolutely right. Everybody needs to have some type of music therapy in their life. I
0: agree with that. So, so today, uh, Makiba, I'm excited because we are going to be talking. Since this is Emotional Wellness Month, I'm, I'm honing in, and I'm I'm gonna twist your arm because you got to help the fellas. This is about emotional <laughs> wellness for Black men, particularly me, Black men. And, and, and let me let me let me throw some quick numbers at us, uh, uh, Makiba. Twenty percent of Black folks, period, are more likely to have a serious psychological distress than than whites are. From ages 18 to 44, among men, they had daily feelings of anxiety or depression. Non-Hispanic black and and Hispanic men, uh, 26.4%. Less likely than the non-Hispanic white men to have mental health treatments. Ages 15 to 24, suicide, the third leading cause of death for African-American males, ages 15 to 24. Uh, Black men, ages 20 to 24, have the highest suicide rate among all African-Americans. Period. Male, female, all ages. African-American teenagers, more likely to attempt suicide young african-american i mean that you know it just goes on and on to the break of dawn and uh we 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 at this program our goal is to put a halt to some of this stuff and the first way we do that is just by talking ain't that right makiba ain't that right
1: absolutely right no you're absolutely right just by keeping the dialogue mm-hmm.
0: ongoing absolutely so you know even on that note a, f- a friend of mine had uh, posted uh last night it was late man that uh she had lost her brother to suicide. And I know it was late, but I couldn't help it. I want—I picked up the yeah. phone. I called her work number, her, her cell number. Then I sent her a text. And early this morning, yeah. she called me. She said, Vince, I just saw that. And, you know, I shared with her my uh, uh, experience with suicide in your family. And we just yeah. had just a one. I guess that's why I'm so on fire this morning, because yeah, we had such yeah. a good, good conversation about a topic. Brothers, you got to get it out, first of all. You got yeah. to get it out.
1: Right, like that, that saying, you can't heal what you don't reveal. It, you have to start at least just by talking about it. Absolutely.
0: But it's hard because us brothers, we have this, what they call, emotional stoicism. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that before? Boy, we,
1: yes, I have. <laughs> the emotional
0: stoicism of black men is something that few folks uh, uh, talk mm-hmm. about. Typically, black men, and men in general, but black men particularly, have not been taught or told how to process their emotions emotional experiences then that just furthers a sense of isolation anger and resentment then we can become become, you know volatile and even violent or just shut down all this stuff because we're keeping all this turmoil inside
1: absolutely and and just going back to just so everyone's clear on the difference between emotional wellness and mental health What we're talking about is how you manage and express emotions, the way you manage relationships and interactions with others, the way you process your experiences, how you react, how reactive you are. And you just made a really good point Vince when you said that black men have not been taught to express emotion. And I would like to challenge that a little bit more and say that black men have not been allowed or given Mm. permission or or space or encouraged, mm. yes, To be emotional, to express vulnerability, to express even sadness. Most black men have been raised in an environment where you are encouraged to be tough and just like what you were saying, to be stoic, to be strong. Uh, We we talk about, you know, also with just men in general, especially in this country, being seen as the person who provides for the family and just how much pressure that is on On men because women normally don't have that all encompassing pressure on the onset of, hey, you gotta grow up, get your education, make some money so you can support your family. So that, that, that's huge. And especially with everything that's going on with racial trauma and police injustice and just the onslaught of racism and the messaging that black men get on a regular basis of their life not mattering and their, who they are not having any value Mm. in this country. Mm. It, it, that, that's what is, is causing all of the mental health and emotional wellness issues for black men particularly right now
0: well uh, brothers i got i got some words for you right now you is kind <laughs> you is special. You is beautiful. Again. You mm-hmm. is important. Forget what these <laughs> folks is talking about. I'm telling you. I can just give you an example. If you have a little child, uh, a, mm-hmm. a baby or a toddler, when you walk through that door, that baby hits the roof, boy. Are they so excited to see you. <laughs> so, or if you, you, know what I'm saying. I mean, that's proof in the pudding yeah. right there. Don't let all this mess put you in a in a in a, a hole or whatever we want to call it. We are. Right. We we contributed to this. A country with our backs, with our sweat, with our brains, Mm. with our everything. Mm -hmm. And if they can't accept it, that's on them because we know what we have done. Let's just realize it. I mean, we know it, but let's realize it and accept it.
1: And when you you really look at that, Vince, when you look at the role of, of the black man in America and you hear stories about the American dream and other people from other countries, Wanting to come over here to experience financial security, getting out there working hard, making a good living for yourself, there's been a lot of value placed on your who you who you are as a person, how much money you make, right. your status in life, especially right. with, with, with black men and a lot of black men complain about this is that they feel like their value is attached to how much money they make or what kind of car they have or yes. you know, their their financial status. But when you really look at how people have told us, hey, grow up, work hard, and you will be respected. But when you look at the fact that for hundreds of years, we were working. yes, We were working hard. Yes. We were working for free. Yes. That didn't mean anything. Mm. We were working hard so that. Other people did not have to work, and that was never looked upon as, wow, look at these great people, this great race of people that's come over here with this wonderful work ethic. And boy, they come over here and they work so hard, and we really need to respect them. We, we have never experienced that hard work pays off as a collective group. So it, it's very unfair to raise black men with the expectation of, hey, you get out there, you make a lot of money, you you, you provide for your family, you, 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 you provide a great life for your loved ones around you, and you will be given respect. That's not true.
0: No, no, it's not true. And, and, you said a, a, a whole lot uh, uh, right there, Makiba But also, I want to drop this bomb on everybody because even when you achieve all that and say the mm-hmm. the talk in the world always, and and then you end up doing it to yourself, is always yeah. comparing to someone mm-hmm. else. I mean, Michael Jordan yeah. can't can rest in peace because here come LeBron. <laughs> and people just argue and fight about that. Or Mike Tyson is the best this. Or Denzel yeah. is the best. We bat- about that stuff, you know, all the time. Can't the man just be great? Just just let the man just be great. He ain't got to be great at it because there's yeah. definitely somebody else coming up uh, uh, with that. But I think that that kind of psyche uh, on on, my, on our level, you know, further down, those are super duper stars. Um, mm-hmm. we, we wrestle with that too. You know, you always comparing yourself and, and, and yeah. these kinds of things. And that can really wear on a man. As you see, you know, we've always, we've talked many times about women uh, Women and, and the things that they go to through internally mm-hmm. uh, and reliving things over and over again and that pressure that that a man may feel can shoot take you out. That's that's what the statistics that's-
1: show. <laughs> right. Absolutely, because we—I think it was us that that, to, that coined the phrase um, "the greatest of all time." The goat, yeah. You know, we're, we're just like what you're saying. We're always we always have to one up and one up and one up and one up, and and it's always this comparative success, and and it's not just you know looking at everyone as just being you know equal and successful, and just measuring people on other metrics. It's based upon can you outdo the person that's yes. supposed to be at the top you're you're absolutely right and that's very dangerous and it's very unhealthy
0: It's just, it's ridiculous, you know. I mean, to to me, and then if you're not, of course already we, uh, men, black men in particular, uh, struggle with the idea of being openly vulnerable. Or Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, I don't know how I can make, uh, you know, more money. Or, you know, being able to share that or share their emotions. And then, uh, hey, if you was a sensitive uh, uh, young man, sensitive boy or man, then you're ridiculed and shamed for what are natural and healthy expressions of emotion. And that is wrong. Stop doing that to people. Absolutely. Stop doing that to people.
1: Yeah, they, I've, I've heard, I mean, I mean, this is just widespread, how people equate being vulnerable with, quote, unquote, a, a male being feminine. Mm. And, and and that and being weak. feminine, yes. and And just the term when you use feminine, when you are describing a male has always been an insult. It's never been just the the observation of you have different types of emotions, and some of those emotions are going to be expressed in pain and sorrow, especially for black men. Yes. With everything that they've been through collectively, yes. they need to have the compassion of people around them to be able to see and hold a black man when he cries instead of telling him he needs the man up
0: oh, uh, 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 McKee, yeah. with just so much uh, emotion running through me right now as I race through my mind of things. You know, we, we we always use that saying of uh, you know, make those haters your motivator. Well, why we gotta do that? I mean, but you know, people I don't. Go ahead, know. Well, well, I gotta make the haters my motivators. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look, look here, Mr. Hater. We can still be cool. Just you know, <laughs> break down with the hate. Yeah. I'm just gonna continue to trudge <laughs> along like I've been. Uh, but but at the same yeah. time, at the same time, I I can say that there. Were a, a number of situations over the years and in the career where because there was this quote unquote hater of whatever color or whatever I will say it was a white man uh, that that uh, told me what I couldn't do. <laughs> that sure enough motivated me to get busy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That motivated mm-hmm. me. But why should it even take that? Uh, again, I, I hate that uh, hate make make your haters be your motivators uh, kind of thing. Oh, no. I don't like. Yes,
1: that. no, you know you're absolutely right. I saw where someone had. Written, I, I was expressing on social media some obstacles that my father had to face when mm. he was coming up and and, and trying business to be man. successful. Great business exactly, man. yes, incredible. Phenomenal. Yes, and I, yes. And I was just expressing some of the the racial the racial barriers that he had. And I actually had a, a some interaction with someone that who is black and also successful that said that those are just sacrifices. <laughs> And I was like, wow, you know, and this is the problem of what some people think is that racism and the things that you go through in in America being black and trying to be successful. Racism is not a sacrifice. Getting up early in the morning and working hard all day and missing your child's baseball game, that's a sacrifice. But experiencing racism, racism while you are on the path to success, is not a
0: sacrifice, and it's it's that. just accepted like it's a part of the process. Yeah. No, it ain't. They need Thank to ch- they need to change with that mess, that with that BS. Right? <laughs> you know, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, don't get me started. Don't get me started. I'm on fire today, uh, Makiva. I'm telling you, I'm gonna step outside, but uh, I'm I'm not uh, stupid. You know, I'm not gonna be yeah. arguing with these folks out here. I'll come on back and call you up on the phone again. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> (laughs) You know... fellas again out there I, we all have been through so many things and it's nothing wrong we always talk about this and this is again emotional wellness month and which is different again as you uh, I'm glad you pointed out then, uh, uh, mental health emotional wellness mm-hmm. but they, they do kind of run uh, what a parallel or or, or something right. like that and thus if you find that you need some help in something to help process some things maybe you were uh, ID'd uh, young and, and branded that you were weak because you were sensitive mm-hmm. or this, that, and the other. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Black men, men in general, we don't even like to ask for directions, let alone <laughs> hey man, I've been feeling down <laughs> lately, can you help me? You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. It's crazy. Right. It's crazy. Right. We, gotta, no, open really right. we yeah. gotta open up. We gotta open up and all talk. Do. You, do. <laughs> you
1: do. No, you do, but, I mean, but on, on the other hand of that, you know, there has to be the space that receives Yes. opening up. So, you know, and a lot of people, a lot of men will say, well, you know, I, you know, I have that type of personality where I don't want to ask for directions and I don't want to ask for help because I'm ex- expected yes. to be in charge. Yes. So, so, so because no one is letting them express, Hey, you know, I'm tired. I, I, I'm not feeling well. I mean, especially when a, a, a black man is experiencing depression and having yes. thoughts of suicide and he tries to talk to his friends and his friends immediate response is, Oh man, you know, don't talk like that. You know, oh no, that that is the wrong response. The response should be you drop what you're doing and you go see your friend and you listen, you shut, up and you listen to that person because that can save
0: that person's life yes and and immediately we we always talk about that with suicide if someone in your friends talk about man i you know i just don't want to live no more you stop whatever mm. you're doing and you go run absolutely. over there you don't you yes. don't say what oh, man call me tomorrow uh-uh no you, you jump on that right then and stop that nip it in the bud
1: Absolutely. You put your mask on and you go see the
0: that's, that's right. <laughs> that's right. A line I really have uh, gotten a lot of is that black men have not grown up believing that their internal emotional lives have inherent and productive value. Oh, no, no, no. Who cares about your damn emotions? That. How are you feeling about that? <laughs> You know, and yep. that feeling could have been something that transforms that person's life into the most beautiful experience of anyone. Who cares Absolutely. how you feel? Don't worry about your dang feelings. You better just work this job. And, and I don't like, you know, I, I'm not feeling, I'm not f- fulfilling my purpose. Forget your purpose. You need that uh, paycheck huh? on Friday kind of thing. Boy. This got to change, huh?
1: That that is that that's black parenting all day. You mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've even been guilty of that myself. So
0: yeah. it's got to change. <laughs> you know, got to change. Got to change.
1: Yeah, yeah. We have to look at the the language and the messaging around how we talk to and with our black male children, and and to also know that it's really up to us to make sure that they are expressing how they feel without us giving our opinion on their emotions because that's not what their emotions are for their emotions are there for them to grow and mm-hmm. to learn through yes. and express yes. and when you when you are when you are constantly telling a person that how they feel is is wrong or how they feel is weak I mean you are doing so much psychological damage to that person and they're going to have a hard time opening up in intimate relationships
0: mm. Boy, see now you didn't already gotten them all into their bedroom. You didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know. I mean, this thing this emotional wellness is no joke, y'all. I'm telling you. I'm telling because 'cause I've been through I've been through the ups, the downs, the roller coaster, the Ferris wheel, all of it. And I am thank God I'm on Knock on wood right here because, you know, just this morning, if just for this moment, I'm living in the moment, Makiba. I listen to you, girl. And I okay. feel good, you know, because I am willing to talk about it and get it out. Yeah. And hey, if I got to cry, shoot, I'll be a grown man. I, You know, standing in the middle of the parking yeah. lot, people walk by, you okay, man? Yeah, I'm <laughs> okay, I, this is beautiful, <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> don't be afraid to do it, fellas. It don't take nothing away from you. People still think I'm cool. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Another another barrier, of course, Makiba, for our our black men out there, is that mistrust of the medical whole deal of going to go see somebody you know they shot us up with syphilis back in the day and now even mm-hmm. today they talk about you you're gonna take some hydrochlorine and uh, bleach and all this yeah. kind of stuff to get at blackfoot right. we just we just ain't feeling that kind of thing but i tell you uh, it's uh encouraging if you go online i was looking at a site TherapyForBlackMen.org. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I look at the number of black therapists on there that look like me, got names like mine. Uh, It's it's quite a few men. There's more women still, but there are quite a few Mm -hmm. men on there. And I think you can, uh, you know, my level of trust increases. I'm looking for a dentist right now. Uh, I want a black dentist, man. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's just what it is. It is what Mm -hmm. it is. So we got Mm -hmm. to, we got to... How do you temper that trust, uh, Makiba? What, what, what would you suggest? I mean, I, therapyformen.org is one. What, what, I mean, what, how do we process yeah. that trust uh, issue?
1: Well, yeah, well, first, I think we need to be realistic. And and I hate to say this, but I have to be honest about it, is that a lot of people don't go to therapy because it's just not as accessible for everyone. And for a lot of people, seeing a therapist is a privilege, and it's because of the way that therapy is structured where I mean of course now you have a you have a lot of telemental health services that yes, are available, yes. but before that you had to make an appointment and physically go sit in someone's office mm. once a week or twice a week for what an hour, hour and a half or however long the session was. And, the it, back. and it it was exactly <laughs> yeah. and it was very disruptive to your schedule and a lot of people just cannot fit that into their especially if you have work because you know when I first started looking into therapy I, I was I was shocked that it, it, it wasn't on evenings and weekends and I was like okay wow. wait I, I have to I, I gotta take off some work and yeah. go to- therapy and so that's what I was doing which makes it more stressful because you don't want the people,
0: you know a lot of job. people don't want yeah. no <laughs> mm. uh, boss I
1: need to Where are you uh, going get
0: a couple Right, I'm going to see Dr. Chivago oh, yeah. so I don't beat your butt up in this place I'll tear this mother up <laughs> I'm tired of you Wow. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, so there, there are a lot of services out there that, that the issue and the challenge is getting the service to the individual that needs it, because just of the way that it's been structured in the past, and then of course a lot of psychologists and, psych- and psychotherapists and counselors have not traditionally looked like us, which right. means that they didn't have the the cultural understanding of the black experience in America with racism and just how that affects your perspective on the world. So it's, you're absolutely right. It's very important for us to start having these conversations about different types of, of resources, but also to make Sure that you've got your support system amongst your friends and amongst yes. your family yes. as well, because that's really where it starts for you to even be able to have the support. Because a, a lot of people also don't go to therapy because no one in their household supports it. I mean, I've, right. I've heard people say all kinds of ignorant stuff about therapy. People don't want to go into couples therapy, right. you know. Even though their their marriage is in the gutter, they still don't want to go, but they can't imagine somebody else telling them about their, their personal life or sharing their business. But it, goes, it all goes back to we're not in a village anymore. We don't have the wise people around us that kept us grounded in that immediate community support. So this is replacing the village. And that's how you have to look at it. And you have to have
0: some type of support system because you can't do it by yourself. That is so true. That is, yeah. that is so true. I, um, I'm i going to confess, you know, there was some years ago where I was I was a very angry black man and uh, ended up uh, getting into some trouble and then having to take anger management class. And I'm sitting up in there with a bunch of other fellas and it hit me like a sledgehammer because we were going around the room and one of the you know, guys was saying stuff like, man, she want to drive? I could talk about his wife. She want to drive my car and blah, blah. I said this is so ignorant <laughs> what the heck I came home hugging everybody <laughs> boy I, you know, I said, I'm i sorry I was just like <laughs> you know <Right. laughs> you know listen, listen it don't make you weak to acknowledge the fears that you have about provide for your family or anxieties you got about existing in this world where black bodies are being devalued it's simply realistic uh, to, to acknowledge the fears and you can work through them by talking with other men whether they are fathers and I just thought you know pastors too. a lot of pastors I know we not religious but we're spiritual uh, a lot of pastors out there have uh, backgrounds in social work and uh, you know psychology whatever. to think about it that may be a, a, a maybe free you know you may have to tie it a little bit more on Sunday or something <laughs> but uh, talk to your friends a pastor your dads your siblings and of course therapists you got talk like you say telemedicine mm-hmm. now Talkspace.com, the therapy for black Mm -hmm. men. Spaces, fellas, where we can heal uh, emotionally. And then, uh, man, you'd be surprised at the productivity and the creativity that Mm. comes out of you as a result of you getting rid of all that baggage you've been holding on to for so dang, Mm. damn long.
1: Mm. There you go. Mm. You just hit it right on the head. You just hit it right on the head. And and, and also, Vince, I know we're getting close to, to the end of this segment, but also for us to be aware as parents yes, thank and you. spouses of, oh, you're welcome, of black men, and I've had to learn this myself, is to not use your child's or, or even your spouse's success or lack thereof in the sight of the world as something that you think adds value to you. So, and, and what I'm talking about is when you hear people bragging about their kids, of course we all want to brag about our kids, but you don't want your child's worth to be based upon the degree that they got and the job that they work mm. and their status in the world because you have, you have black men getting up every day going... To work at McDonald's, you've yeah. got black men going, up, you know, getting up and working at Walmart. They are just as valuable. That's right. As the black man that is out there making hundreds of thousands of dollars per year, and that that value should not be a a bragging point. Where yeah, you know, my husband's a doctor, or my right. husband. Then then you are perpetuating the same mm-hmm. level of not. Seeing that man as a whole person and understanding that there are other aspects. Of who
0: he is, and also need to be nourished. That's right. Oh, that is so good. I mean, think about the men you see on the waste management truck picking up your garbage. Let them stop working. Uh, you man. give a dang about that degree, old boy? got. now you like shoot? I didn't. <laughs> or, your, or your yard? Or your food? You don't get no. Fu- We've realized during this COVID uh, uh, mess mm-hmm. how important people really are. Yep. You know, again, Essential folks. Huh? Absolutely, folks screaming yeah, yeah, at the yeah. at, at the restaurant door. Yes. Open up and cook me some food. You, oh, no. What the heck? <laughs> right. What about your degree? Right. <laughs> you know, your master's degree?
1: Exactly. Right. Oh, la, la. Exactly. No. 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 Yeah. No. You just you just described it, and just how we put so much we put so much value on the CEOs and the president of this corporation this person, but the people that have held the economy together have been the people that have kept the restaurants. Functioning, So you can go out and get some food, the grocery stores, your garbage, hospital.
0: your absolutely. garbage being picked up, yes, your mail yes, being delivered. Mail, <laughs>
1: absolutely. So. Absolutely. And a lot of those are undegreed jobs. And so we have to stop equating a person's character and their value as an attachment of their degree and their job. Hmm.
0: So there it is, folks. It's Emotional Wellness Month. Mckeeba and I have just discussed a number of things, particularly, specifically this time for our Black men out there. How to is it increase your emo- emotional wellness or just develop it? I mean, just 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 take yeah. time to you acknowledge be it. it, be yeah. aware of it. It is a big mm-hmm. part of your life, and and uh, we're so glad we're a part of your life. Make sure you tell Alexa to play the Black Mental <laughs> Matters podcast. <laughs> and uh, hey, thank you so. Much Makiba, and we'll see everybody next Absolutely. time. All right, have a great That's day. Right.